You're listening to Driver Survivor on KTKN, KFMJ, KGTW. We're going to be drinking me, uh, Brittany Rickard, Tracy Brown, and Russell Wodehouse um, intermittently. I think at our own pace. I don't think we're timing anything. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Officer McGarrigan here to do some sobriety tests. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm doing it. Fantastically tired. Oh no! Yeah. yeah, you're on the night shift tonight, so you actually had to come in early to to join us here in the studio. Yeah, man. Yeah, it ain't nothing, dude. I'll do whatever it takes to hang out with you guys, and yeah. this is fun. Like, yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. Good time. yeah. You and Officer Walker joined us the last time around, and that was a lot of fun I as well. That. So, and we haven't done it since what was it? 2020 was the last time we did it, or what? Yeah, we, yeah. we had to skip last year. I can't actually remember was it even why. 2019. It might have been. It was 2020 because that was my first year here, okay. and I had been here for about two weeks. At that so point. you're telling me we did that during COVID? I believe yes. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were allowed to do that? That's how relaxed right? Ketchikan is. Were we all wearing masks? No. Oh, well. I don't think so. No, yeah. No. I got to go back and review cause... your guys' policy. Oh, Actually, no. it would have been before the big COVID, before it happened, right? Because that no, we, no. it was March 2020. December was 2020 oh. was when we did this. So that would have been before, because it was March 2020. Bro, is when actually, I, or no, no, that, no right. that would. So it's a year after. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> We're not even drunk yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get you off track. No, yeah. you totally you do fine. what you got to do. Totally fine. I just wanted to say before we begin, because I will be remembering less and less throughout this, that our sponsors are the Arctic Bar, uh, Catch Can Public Utilities, Cannabis Corner, and Cape Fox. Nice. 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 Yeah, it's different, you know, like trying to accept the whole marijuana thing, man. It's. It is what it is. And you've been a cop for a long time, too, so you've kind of seen the whole thing come full circle, right? Yeah, only going on 21 years, so... How often do you have to deal with, uh, like, a marijuana issue here in town? Like, is it, I mean, like, with somebody causing problems or or doing something out on the street? Dude, I mean, a a lot of that stuff, uh, when when it, like, coming to marijuana, like... The only real issue we have is if somebody's distributing from their their place, Uh you know, like, actually selling it for money or growing a large amount. And outside of that, it's just people public consumption or publicly consuming. Yeah. So it's like, that's a ticket. Like, we don't even seize it from you. It's it's like getting a tobacco ticket now. Yeah. Can you get, like, a DUI for driving high? Yeah. Really? It, yeah. Is, it, is it harder to prove, though? <laughs> yeah, that people, man. It, yeah. It's very difficult. Like, they probably don't have the same resources to be able to tell if somebody's, like, over the no, limit. No, there's so much that goes into, like, a drug DUI. Like, so... That's kind of a, it's one of those hot topic things, right? So, like, when we say a drug DUI, that just, we're, we're saying as officers that it's just anything other than alcohol for the DUI. So, any other, any other substance that impairs your ability to drive, we just, like, say it's a drug DUI. So, even though some people might classify marijuana not as a drug, even though it is... It's just still what we call it. Right, right. So, yeah, it's difficult to prove. You uh, definitely shouldn't drive no, if you're doing marijuana. No, yeah. but <laughs> if you ask me what the level is that you're not allowed to drive at, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point, too. Because that's where the courts have to step in and say, this is the nanograms at this level. You're too impaired to drive. And there's no, like, breathalyzing for that or anything? No, you got to get blood. And, well, and the state requires breath for a, DUIs. I, I would imagine it's a little less uniform than a, than alcohol in the sense that like some people <clears throat> won't seem as high on a certain amount than other people, whereas yeah, alcohol, like right. you're over the limit regardless. But, but again, that comes down to tolerance, right? So yeah. like your trained ability when you're under the influence of that chemical. Uh, it's the same thing with alcohol. Like yeah. we're, you know, we got the standardized field sobriety test, which we're going to go through later on. Yeah. But uh, for drug DUIs, you still do the standardized field sobriety test, and if you fail, you're looking for other clues that might lead to a drug impairment. 
-hmm. So pills, uh, tutors, uh, anything foil, that kind of stuff that would say, okay, we get to the Uh, station, we do a breath test and you blow under an 08. Then we got to start looking at, well, now we have to possibly get blood to see what other things are in your system. Oh, piggybacking off that, because I don't think I said it already, just for your guys's knowledge, I'm drinking Crown and Diet Dr. Pepper. Tracy, what are you having? Uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Okay, and then Russell Woodhouse is having uh, Chardonnay (laughs) when he gets to Did he ask for that, or did you guys... He requested it. Really? Name brand and everything. Last one, he was drinking uh, Sky Vodka, I believe, and that did not go over well for him. I I did not do well last time either. I drank 11, 11... Sierra Nevada Hazies, which are a little bit more than a normal <laughs> beer as well. That's amazing. I think they're 5.6% alcohol, which that makes a difference. Ugh, it, it really does. <laughs> we don't have a like number rule or anything, but I think just throughout the segment, we'll just update you on how many we've had so you can kind of judge. Well, and I think the general idea for tonight, too, is Brittany's going for it. She's in party oh, yeah. mode. <laughs> I, am, I, I have six at the most, but I'm kind of just being like casual, like if I was over at somebody's house for yeah. dinner or something, sure. it wouldn't be like pounding them back. I think Russ is Casually kind of be in that drinking. same area as well. So, so we'll we'll try and show the differences between the amount. Yeah, I'm like New Year's drinking. Yeah, and, like, and, yeah. And, I, and I'm stone cold sober. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm not. I had a I had an eight ounce vanilla latte. He's so like, I, on the record. No, yeah, yeah. It's like just so everybody knows. Yeah. There's no mistake he's about dr- it. He's drunk doing the yeah. sobriety test. <laughs> you guys are good. <laughs> That's, it is kind of a party trick, though. You know, like when I first started out, like we would go to people's houses and, you know, just drink, hang out. And people would all of a sudden be like, hey, what do you think I'm at? And you'd run to people through field sobriety tests. And <laughs> oh, then, totally. That yeah. would be so much fun. If I've never had one. Yeah. So oh, really? I, yeah. yeah. I've never had a sobriety test, so I'm kind of excited. I, I did my first ones ever during the last one, yeah. and apparently I did really, really well. Yeah. Even after 11 drinks. That's, so, uh, so. Well, I, I'm not going to testify to that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, you might, we might have hit you at just the right time to where you hadn't fully absorbed it. True. Mm. And that's kind of like, a, you know, there's a defense called the big old defense. And defense attorneys, you know, God bless them. Like, they were friends. I'm friends with a bunch of them. Like, we're not enemies. Uh, but, you know, they teach you how to do your job better. So if you if I screw it up, like when I say you, I mean me. If I screw it up, they're gonna hammer you and teach you how to do it better. So okay. like with field sobriety tests, man, there's a lot to go over with that as far as when you're on the stand and if you're trying to get out of it or trying to to prove your innocence. But the big old defense could have been what you could have gone after with that. Okay. Which is 11 drinks. It's all in your stomach. It's not absorbed. And then we run you, we stop you in a car. We run you through field sobriety test. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, let's say we arrest you for it. We take you to the station. It takes thirty minutes to get the breath test done, and then you blow over. Like they would argue, well, he had those eleven drinks in forty-five minutes at the bar, and when you stopped him, it's only a three-minute drive home. Yeah. And when I stopped you, you weren't drunk. But when I tested you, you were drunk. So yeah. like that that's a uh, real thing you have to like that's a real argument that comes up in court. Later in the evening. No, I was going to say yeah. Yeah. to that point I was not okay when I got home. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, that, and I made the mistake of having a couple more drinks yeah, after yeah. I got home which was you know 12 plus drinks but yeah My, that was it was a bad decision. The my, typical things that happen when you drink too much happen when I got home. Yeah. So. I, we can all imagine what that is. Yeah. yeah. My <laughs> favorite memory of Tracy from that evening was I was we were driving him home. I was the DD the first yeah. time we did this. <laughs> so I had to just watch, which was still fun. But that's why I'm doing that's why I'm going so hard tonight because I was so sad I had to sit out. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm driving him home and I'm playing my music and <laughs> like, like after like three songs, he's like, No offense, but your music sucks. Yep. <laughs> I was like, Okay. I'm like, but then so uh, one of the uh, 
song came on by the weekend. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, okay. You're like, okay, you know what? This is all right. I'm like, thank you, thank you for validating me. <laughs> but if if you had let me take over the the aux cable, you would have hated everything that I'd play as well too. So I'm very open minded with music. So. Yeah. Well, you don't want to mm. listen to prog metal, so. Nobody. Does. I don't even know what that phrase. Means. I don't know what it means either. I'm like, I, could, I can't attest to it. I, he said it once earlier. I'm like, oh yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know exactly yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool stuff. Yeah. So well, I, Tool, Mashuga, uh, Rush, Dream Theater. Okay, so that all falls under that category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro- right. Prog means progressive, meaning. Like the, oh. the easiest way to describe prog music is that it, it doesn't follow a normal, like most songs are verse, chorus, verse, chorus, sure. some kind of bridge or guitar solo, yeah, yeah. chorus, chorus. Prog music doesn't do that. It's just oh. like part one, part two, part three, part four, and it just, and it's just goes done. off. Yeah. Okay. My younger brother hooked me on a lot of metal. You met him for a yeah, second. Yeah, He's no, a, good, good I dude. mean, aggressive metalhead. So there's something. Uh, a not, lot of metal is very progressive, mm-hmm. whether they're a prog band or not. Like a lot of metal bands like See, to. And now I know it's prog. With yeah. a G. I was thinking prod. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what the heck is prod? All right, like prog. Prod. prog. Yeah. All right, man. I'm, I'm good to go. I yeah. get it. I get you. A, a, a big uh, telltale sign if you're listening to a prog band is the song is like 12 minutes long. That's, no, sure. Yeah. yeah, songs that don't belong on the radio are prog songs, basically. <laughs> oh, then they got to cut it down to like yeah. a third of the length to even get it played. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. There's like two <clears throat> Tool songs that actually play on like rock radio, and mm. they're they're both like five or six minutes, which is kind of pushing it. Most songs are like a, your average song on the radio is like three thirty. Like that's sure. the perfect amount for a for a uh, pop song. But Tool has a couple of songs that are like fifteen minutes long. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. A lot of people. That don't reminds like, me of like Slow Ride by Foghat. You yeah. know, it's like or, you know, it's a lot of people nine and a half minutes in. A lot of people don't like prog because of that. Like <laughs> the songs literally just go forever. So. I didn't know that Officer McGarrigan was a musician prior to like 10 minutes ago. Oh, so no, I'm, I'm barely a musician. <laughs> plays that, plays that barely. string bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love it, man, but I haven't touched it much. And I, I pull it out every once in a while to make sure I remember how to play. But, you know, I, I can't read music anymore. Like, I, could, I could never read music. But so. I, like, I was a band kid all through school. So it was like trumpet, French horn, got into high school and played trombone. And it was jazz band, symphonic band, pep band, like all of it, man. I loved band. And then all of a sudden, you know, you graduate and you don't touch it again. Like, I, I couldn't even play a trombone now. And I still have it. My wife tries to get rid of it all the time. And I'm like, what if our grandkids, like, I, none of our kids got into music and it killed me. So I'm hoping maybe my grandkids will get into music and I'll have a trombone laying around. It's only going to be 35 That's years not old. That's a bad idea. I mean, I played clarinet for forever and I, yeah. I'm strictly a vocalist now. See, I, I play guitar, but for I could never play reed instruments. You ever try a reed instrument? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. no, I'm terrible. Terrible. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Stuff. Any yeah. wind instrument I can't play. Neither all. could I, man. I'm I was terrible. Man. Well, I don't. Is it? Okay, is it? yeah, brass. <laughs> I was like, is trombone a wind instrument? No. Like reed, like flute. It doesn't have a reed, but. There's yeah, flute, too much technique yeah. in reeded instruments. Yeah. Like, if Sax, you do it alto, just like wrong, it sounds terrible. It's a, it, oh, yeah. Real similar to, to string, uh, like violins and cello oh, sure. and stuff. If you do it just wrong, it sounds it's awful. Stressful. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you could easily do that wrong. Like, yeah. It's, it's like the opposite of a keyboard or a piano. Like, all you got to do is push the key down and it makes the sound. Yeah. But, like, there's certain instruments that are just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so more I power to you. Heard you on the phone earlier asking about how many DUIs and stuff we have. Do we have mm-hmm. some just. I'm not even trying to get guys. Do we have statistics? some statistics? Well, I was just, like that. yeah, I was trying to get some stuff. I'm, I got to quit pounding on the desk. I'm assuming no, it's like right. That's all right. booming up. Everyone into the mic. does it. Yeah, he's uh, actually a drummer. Yeah, <laughs> that is one thing I could not get into. But for 2022, like right before I left work, I was trying to get some stuff pulled together, but we just had something come up at the last minute, and I was unable to get it. So yeah, I called dispatch and asked him what we had for 2022. Uh, we had 34 DUI arrests last year. 
That doesn't sound too bad. No, I was shocked by that. Yeah. Like, have there been 21? years uh, for 2021 or 2022? No, no, no. Sorry. What, 2022. How many? We had three, three, four, 34. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And yeah, it seems like I was a little bit surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, years and years ago, like 20 years ago, 19 years ago, uh, there were times when a shift, like I would have 20 in a year. Wow. And my my partners on shift would each have 18 to 22 in a year. Yeah. And that that was just like a shift. And now it's like the entire department had 34 last year. So That's so good, so though. is that a good sign that it's people a good are, sign are for learning? society? Yes. Do you think not? it's COVID related? Uh, everything's COVID related. Yeah. Like I mean, you can't say it's not That's on some true. level and people were like forced to stay home. I mean, you should have been out on patrol when it was like ghost town lockdown quarantine time and that was odd. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean it, it's great for the public. Yeah. Because I mean, we're still out. We're still looking. People are still pulling cars over and stopping cars. So it's not like we're not out stopping cars at, all throughout the day. Uh, so it's, I think it's more indicative of people learning, people understanding. People. I, I, I was going to ask, like, what do you think the reasoning is? Yeah. Is just people are smarter about it? Like, there's yeah. no reason to get in your car when you're completely messed yeah, up. Yeah, just like, anecdotally, it, like, to me, just from still being on the road and being out looking for people, not necessarily hunting, but still stopping cars and, you know, we're not ignoring stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's one thing, like, we have discretion and not many people get warnings for DUI because it's it's an issue. And people, uh, like, they really should know better. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where you, people don't typically get to walk if they get caught on a DUI. They don't typically get sent home in a, in a cab. It does occur depending on the situation. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, you are end up having to go to the station and give a breath test. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's good though. I guess if, if, if yeah, I'm I'm wondering more about like what the reasoning is. Like, what's the cultural the shift drastic, that's happening? Yeah. That's well, happened, it's uh, it's been a big. I mean, it's been a push, man. Like uh, through different types of media, through uh, national campaigns, through like New Year's Eve free cab night, yep. the Fourth of July. A lot of people they're just getting smarter about it. I, and, I still remember several years ago, it was a big deal. That on New Year's Eve, nobody got a DUI. I remember yeah. they were broadcasting it like, hey, like we actually made it through a New Year's Eve, like with zero DUIs. Yeah. But he was super Because there's a lot of, that. there's just a lot of danger that comes along with it, man. It's, yeah. it's all the, the fallout from it. Yeah. And because like, uh, the point of weight, uh, studies in the past, like were done in the 70s and 80s, like the studies done showed that you are six times more likely to get into an accident on the road if you are at a point of weight. Mm-hmm. And it goes up exponentially the higher your blood alcohol concentration is. So that's why that number point of weight has been cemented in society. Uh-huh. Because those studies have shown, like, driving itself is inherently risky. Yeah. Like, you're never going to be without risk of getting in an accident. But when you add alcohol to it, uh, at that point of weight level, you're substantially a higher risk of crashing into something. Mm-hmm. So that's that number. And anything above that, that that times amount just goes up. So, like, a, sometimes you get a DUI where they're a point two to a point three, which is pretty astronomically high to get behind a wheel and think you can drive. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. at a point three, uh, you are going to get in an accident at some point. Yeah. Like, there's just no doubt about it. And the funny thing is, in their mind, they're not thinking that at all. No. Like, no, I'm totally good, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm good. I had a glass of water. Yeah. Like, and I, I quit drinking an hour ago. I'm good. I've yeah. been nursing 20 <laughs> beers for the last 10 hours. Like, yeah. I, I'm good. It's like, you are anything but good. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a weird thing. And that, that even has a, a, a name for it. 
so like what you're talking about is called the uh, Mellenby effect. Okay. So is that it named after somebody? I, I don't know that. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just, don't ask me. Yeah, I don't know what it's named. Like how it got its name. I'm assuming some researcher somewhere, some psychologist or some scientist came up with it. Yeah. But essentially, it's saying like, so when you're sober, you're sober. When you're at your max level of intoxication, you know that you're drunk. Like you know what your level is. But when you decide to drive, you compare where you're at with your drunkest state. So you feel like you're okay to drive because you're not comparing where you're at to when you're sober. Yeah. So you got sober you, you got your max intoxicated you, and then on that way down to where you feel like you're okay because you napped in the car for a couple hours or you had a gallon of water, three hours have gone by since you drank, you feel much less intoxicated than you did when you were at your peak. And then you decide to drive. Yeah. You're nowhere near sober, but you're nowhere near as drunk as you were. Well, and I have friends that have gotten DUIs the next morning yeah. afterwards. Yeah. And, and it speaks to that same thing. Like, no, I'm Just because they're still I, drunk? I, I slept for mm-hmm. eight hours. I'm good to go. And yeah. they got a DUI. Because you your know? body has to burn it off. And the only way to burn it off is time. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do anything to speed up you burning it off. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you're fit as a fiddle, if you have coffee, if you take a cold shower. Like, I used to work at EC Phillips, and my uncle, who loves to drink, he would come into work you know, just hung over and he would go in the blast freezer for five minutes and just, you know, get, <laughs> just get frozen and come out and be like, Woo, I'm good to go. And yeah. you're like, man, you, <laughs> that did not magically make you sober. <laughs> uh, speaking science. to that though, I, I do remember a great episode of Mythbusters where they tested all the, uh, sure. the, the, the classic ways, like they slapped each other in the face, <laughs> they dunked each other's heads in, in ice yeah. and they found that it did have a noticeable impact on their field sobriety test, but it obviously didn't change the breathalyzer. Okay. Like, so they still blew numbers, but yeah. But like being smacked in the face actually made them do better on on their field sobriety that, that, test. See, and drinking coffee. There's stuff probably like that. a short amount of time. And, on that, that, there, and yeah. that would make sense because like the field sobriety tests, they're they're called divided attention tests. So it it takes you thinking of something simple while doing a physical act. So if you're getting slapped and dunked in cold water, you might have a moment of clarity to where you can do a Mm -hmm. physical act for a little bit longer, better, but it's not going to change what your blood alcohol is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing to look at for Mythbusters. And and speaking of that, like uh, the last time we did Driver Survivor, Officer Walker actually, even after 11 beers, said like, hey, man, I probably would have let you go home. Yeah. But I would have still failed the breathalyzer test regardless. So, you know, I would have still gotten the DUI no matter what. (laughs) Yeah. Russell did so badly. I think I might still have those videos. He was like falling all over. It was so funny to watch. He was not in a good way. Being like the one sober person there besides obviously KPD. It was so interesting. I was like, wow. See it in like real time. How long have you been an officer? Uh, twenty years. So I'll hit twenty-one in May. You were right out of high school, basically. No, I, I was just turning twenty-two. Uh, like you got to be twenty-one to become an officer. So I like I just had turned twenty-two. Because I, I remember you, like a bunch of you guys were all seniors when I was a freshman. Because so like Ryan. That's Candace, our that's our spread. And uh, okay. and uh, uh, Burnson as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was just like wow, all these guys are all cops now. Like. Yeah, and I'm now glad I'm cool with these guys. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on, we're all like on that verge of when do we retire? You know, yeah. like it's they could have hung it up in May, and I just got to go that last five, man. Yeah. So that's that's the plan right now. That's but, a long round. Do you have? I know there's like discretion and stuff, but do you have any horror stories about DUIs? Uh, you know, it's it's typically like the crashes that occur. Yeah, uh, and. You just hope everyone survives. And so sometimes, you know, really bad things happen when you get put in those scenarios. 
Yeah. Well, here especially, I grew up in the desert. I'm from Tucson, Arizona. Okay. So it's scary enough for me to get in a car in the winter here. <laughs> oh, sure. But especially yeah. Yeah, when you when you put that in the mix. Yeah. I can imagine. It, it's just one of those things. It's another terrible thing when people decide to drive when they're intoxicated when they got their kids in the car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that's no, just like, no. well, you know, you, you're putting yourself in danger. Why put your kids in yeah. danger? It's no. so. Does that happen pretty it, often? Not in, pretty often. It, it happens on occasion. Yeah. I wouldn't say with regularity, but it, it does occur. That's brutal. Uh, but that's also additional crimes as well. So, like, you would get the DUI, then for each kid in the car, it's an additional charge. Yeah. yeah. Rightly so. Yeah, you know, yeah. endangering the welfare of a child is, is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Should we do a uh, sprite? Or you want to do two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm getting a little buzzed. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, she, her drink's almost empty, though, too, man. That's like, true. you got you to gotta top that thing off. Yeah. Bart- okay, well, you want to mention the sponsors one more time before yeah, we take a break? Yeah, so sponsored by Arctic Bar, home of the Happy Bears, Ketchikan Public Utilities, Cannabis Corner, and Cape Fox. This year's Driver Survivor sponsored by the Arctic Bar, home of the Happy Bears. Be smart this New Year's and take a cab, courtesy of Ketchikan Char. Paula, Kara, and the rest of the crew at the Arctic want to make sure everybody makes it home safe and sound this New Year's Eve. And make sure to visit them at 509 Water Street. Happy New Year, Ketchikan. KPU-TV is your home for K-High Sports with live home games on KPU Channel 685 and all the games on Channel 684. From exciting scores at the buzzer to the halftime performances and much, much more. So why miss all the action? Go to KPUTEL.com today and check out KPU-TV's flexible options to keep you in the front row for all of the K-High action. KPU, totally local, simply better.